0: my name's donnie hi donnie hi now this is a multi-platform release so i want a full report on fresh cakes to, bend, to barge, the wrong button to push, no friend to push, I'm the centerpiece, you're a mortise, I'm a pitbull off his leash, all this piece... What's up everybody, welcome to uh, the first real episode of the Fresh Cakes Podcast, brought to you by Fresh Cake Sports, check us out at freshcakes.home.blog, I am your host Donnie Finkel, follow me on Twitter at Finkel, and follow me on the Gram at the Donny Finkel switched over. Switched it over to uh, used to just be Donny Finkel. Now it's the Donny Finkel because it's mainly it's just easier just to plug my social media handles it has the same exact thing you know. So I don't really know where I'm going with that. But anyways, um, yeah, first episode, Fresh Cakes back, back at it, back in the building, back in the recording studio, uh, and we are doing the damn thing. First thing is, first, you know where we got to start. You know we got to start with the NFL, the No Fun League. Fuck you, Roger Goodell. I hope you rot in motherfucking hell. Uh, That's my limerick for the day. Uh, I think it's a limerick or a haiku or some fucking shit. I don't know. I should know this. I was an English minor, but uh, I'm no longer in school anymore. I graduated finally after nine fucking years or eight years or whatever it was. Uh, We're not going to go there right now. Where we are going to go. It's to the NFL. We're going to preview the Thursday night football game. The footballs. Uh, actually, is there? F- I don't even think there is a Thursday night game. I take that back. I think that there's, there's that COVID's fucking everything up, and there's no Thursday night game now. So no Thursday night game. So what I'm going to do is go straight into my lines that I like for the week upcoming. Uh, you know, as I record this on Tuesday, uh, the Tennessee and Buffalo are playing right now. Uh, you know, looks like it's a pretty decent game seven seven time seven seven uh, you know, so looks like a decent game there oh Ooh, excuse me wow that 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 was a lot I apologize um anyways, lines that I like uh you know it's tough. there's not a ton of lines that I actually really like this week like I'm looking I'm just looking at them like I really don't know like I mean honestly, like I think the first line that I would take is probably the Giants. Like, you don't want to do this. I have a ton of friends that are Giants fans, and I know they would say, you're a fucking idiot. Don't bet on the motherfucking Giants because they're the Giants. But they looked really good last week against Dallas. Oh, listen. Dallas sucks a fat cock. Everybody knows that their defense is looser than a piece of paper. Um, You know, I could have went any of... and a multitude of ways there, but I am above things uh, and mature, so I did not uh, succumb to the uh, easy joke, if you will, uh, with that. Anyways, Dallas's defense sucks all the ass, uh, so we know that that's part of it, but uh, Washington is not a good team either. They have a very good uh, defensive line. As of right now, Chase Young, I believe, is still out, though, uh, so that does make a difference as far as, uh, you know, the, the play the gameplay. I mean, the Giants are minus three. I'm taking the Giants minus three. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I would 100% would take the Giants minus three. Uh, you know, I think that that's probably, like, the, the I, I, that's one of the only ones that I actually really like this week. Like, you know, like, in the one o'clock matchups, like, I don't like, like, I'm a Steelers fan. Uh, I don't like Pittsburgh minus three and a half. I think that they can win by more than that, but Cleveland has been playing a lot better. They're, you know, right on their heels for the uh, the, the lead in the division, so I'm going to stay away from that. New England, if Cam is back, I guess minus nine against Denver. Denver sucks, too. They're just not great. Uh, hopefully Noah Font comes back. That would be nice. Um, yeah, I guess I'd go do, I guess I'd go New England uh, minus nine there uh, if I had to pick. Uh, Miami minus nine against the Jets. I'm fading the fuck out of the Jets because the Jets actually suck all of the ass. Uh so definitely taking Miami minus nine uh, against the Jets, as as far as the four o'clock games are concerned, 100 percent into it and doing that, hammering the fucking Dolphins at minus nine. Dolphins actually look pretty good. I mean, listen, we also we're gonna get into Jimmy Garoppolo in a little bit, but uh, the Niners didn't lo- didn't look great either. A lot of these teams really suck. That's what it comes down to. Is like because there was no no hitting allowed and very few, you know, no, no preseason nobody's sharp, nobody's sharp, everyone's getting hurt, the sky's falling, yada, yada, yada. But we still have football, so can we complain too much, I guess. I mean, we still have football being played, we have, you know, games to bet on, we have lines uh, to ch- to choose from, uh, we have fantasy football to be played, uh, we'll get into fantasy football in a little bit too. Uh, I mean, another line that I do like, I do like, uh, I like Green Bay, Minus two and a half against uh, Tampa. Uh, Tampa's weird to me. Like I don't know if they're good or not. Like I can't tell. Brady's has had games where he's thrown five touchdowns, and then he has had games where he throws up the four and looks like he's you know a sixty-year-old man playing football and doesn't realize what's going on anymore. Um, so it's it's a little they're up and down for me. I said from the get go. I've been saying this since he got since he signed there. I think they're nine and seventeen. I think they're going to be very mediocre. I think they're a 9-7 and team. I think that's going to get the trajectory they're going to keep going with. I think Green Bay is a very good team. I think that their uh, their defense is phenomenal, and I think that you saw that with uh, when they played Atlanta. You know, I mean, Calvin Ridley got shut down. Calvin Ridley has been torching the NFL. Number one wide receiver in fantasy football. Thank you very much. I do have him on one of my teams. Credit to me. Um and he got shut down by Jair, Jair Alexander, who I think is one of the best young corners in the game. Somebody who I wanted the Steelers to grab so bad when he was available. Uh, so, sh- you know, I think that that Green Bay is a force to be reckoned with this year. I think a pissed-off Aaron Rodgers uh, is, you know, part of it because he is pissed off. He's, you know, obviously hears footsteps now, but Jordan Love. And I think that, you know, especially this, he's going to get up for a game like this against, you know, Tom Brady. So I think I'm taking Tampa. I think I'm taking Green Bay minus two and a half there, uh, and then I'm gonna take one more game. Uh, you know, we do have the two Monday night games, obviously. Um, I'm so this one I've been hemming and hawing with a little bit for a while. Uh, I try and pick you know at least a few games a week. Uh, this is one that I'm kind of like. I don't know. Like, I've bet on Arizona a couple of times. They have play- They have been good few- a few times. They've been horrible a couple of times, too. Uh, you know, there's been games for this year where I've bet on them. I believe it was against Washington. They were minus seven and a half. I hammered it. And uh, I-, I hammered it in a parlay, and they lost. So, or not that... Not the, yeah, they lost. I'm pretty sure they lost. Um, either way, they fucked me. They fucked me worse than I've ever been fucked before, and that uh, doesn't make any sense. Anyways, um... Yeah, so I'm gonna so Arizona minus three against Dallas. You know, minus three is is not a ton. I mean, we obviously we're gonna, you know, we we're gonna get. I was gonna get into Dak Prescott and saying how like he's, you know, it's it's obviously horrible what happened to him. I hope that he does get paid. Uh, You know, I think listen, I do think that there's, you know, uh, when you bet on yourself, it's unfortunate, but sometimes stuff like this happens. You know, it's when so maybe next time don't try and go for the record contract. Go for a very very big pay bump, uh, you know, at thirty five, whatever whatever it was, and just take it and run with it because, especially when you play in the NFL, you play in a contact sport. Things happen like this where you know you could be running and snap your ankle. Um, but you know what? What do I know? But I still don't think that Dallas being plus three is is uh, enough. I I know Andy Dalton's a competent backup, and I'm going to get into more of the Cowboys in a minute. Um, but I think that I think that I would take Arizona minus three. I definitely do. I think I would definitely take Arizona minus three there. Uh, that would be the Monday night of the Monday night games. That was, that would be the one that I would touch at least. And, uh, you know, as far as, you know, we were obviously big onto the betting and big and big into gambling. Um, but also big on fantasy, you know, definitely, you know, definitely big on fantasy for sure. Uh, I think there's, you know, obviously some, uh, Some guys that I, there's some guys that I'd like to, you know, that I like this week play matchup-wise. The first one being the aforementioned Arizona Cardinals is Kyler Murray. You know, the Cardinals uh, are going up against the Cowboys, whose defense, as we've talked about, is Swiss cheese. Uh, to say, just to point out the obvious and just to completely lay it up. No euphemisms needed. Their defense is god-awful. Um, so, yeah. I mean, Kyler Murray's been... Uh, Kyler Murray A has been, I think... I believe, I think he's been the fantasy MVP of the year. Even his bad games. Like, he had... Uh, I have him in one of my leagues, and he had three turn, ter- uh, three interceptions one game. Still ended up with 20 points. In And this is an ESPN half-point PPR league. I uh, still ended up with twenty points because of his ability to run the ball, his ability to make plays with his legs, uh, you know, his ability to just, you know, yeah. And like I said, he's just he's a fucking phenomenal player. Uh, and like I said, I was very very happy to get him. I I drafted a little early, uh, and then I had gotten shit for it. Like, oh, you're taking Murray so early; he hasn't done shit. Blah blah blah. And then look who's fucking, you know, look who's the uh, the winner here. So Kyler Murray's my quarterback of the week. Uh, my running back of the week is Aaron Jones. Uh, I like his matchup against uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, coming off of a bye, Aaron Jones has been awesome. Had a huge game, obviously, with the three touchdowns a few weeks back. Um, I think that he... I think he'll have a huge game, uh, for sure. Uh, you know, As far as, as fantasy purposes are concerned, uh, I think that... My other guy that I would take uh, that I haven't uh, that that's kind of a, a a bit of a sleeper. I feel like even though he's had huge games the last few weeks, is Ceedee Lamb huge Ceedee Lamb guy? Uh, you know, I know you're thinking, well, what the fuck? Like Dak literally just got hurt; he's out for the year. Andy Dalton's backing up, and like, yeah, but I think like that Andy Dalton is the most capable backup I think there is in the NFL. He had a, he was a starter in this in the league for a long time, made it to the playoffs a couple of times. You know, never won a playoff game. That's more on Marvin Lewis than it is on him. Um, but, I mean, still, I think that, you know, CD Lamb has seen a ton of targets. I don't see that going away anytime soon. Uh, he's kind of cemented himself as the number two behind Amari Cooper, kind of overtaking Michael Gallup, who a lot of people liked this year too. So I love CD Lamb. I think CD Lamb is good uh, for... You know, your weekly fantasy lineups. If you do a Monday night game, uh, Monday night daily fantasy, I would take CD Lamb. Usually he's not too expensive, and you'll, you know, fucking thank me later. Uh, And if I'm wrong, you know where to find me. And, uh, you know, other than that, I have, uh, you know, the one last thing that I want to talk about in the NFL before I get into everything else. Uh, would be uh, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, there's rumors coming out from ESPN saying that he's going to be, he's uh, being dangled in trade opportunities, yada, yada, yada. So the thing about this is that Adam Gase, and I don't think that this is breaking any news for me saying this, is the fucking worst coach I think I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Like he's really bad. Like, I don't, like, watch the Jets on a regular basis, but I live in the New York area. I live in Connecticut, so I listen to WFAN all the time. Uh, And he's really bad. And he's just, like, he, you know, like, especially with the way he's handled Le'Veon Bell, like, he never wanted Le'Veon Bell. He doesn't believe in having, like, a bell bell cow running back, uh, no pun intended. And, uh, you know, he obviously has tried to use him as as little as possible. But the thing that I don't get is this, you know, I understand you don't want to use Bell, you don't like him whatever it is, I don't really care. But the fact that you're not doing you're not giving him the opportunity to succeed and then you want to trade him? Like let him at least try. And maybe you'll get something for him. But Now you're not going to get shit for him because you're a fucking idiot and you let your ego get in the way because you think you're the best fucking coach there ever was. In reality, you're the worst coach there ever was. The only reason you ever got a coaching job in the first place is because you sucked Peyton Manning's ass while you were in Denver. So just stop everything that you're doing. Stop being a fucking dickhead. Get over yourself because you're not good at what you do and just savor the moment that you still have or savor the fact that you still have a job. Like, the fact that Dan Quinn finally gets fired and your ass still has a job is beyond me, but I'm not the fucking Johnsons and, you know, uh, fucking Joe Douglas. Uh, because if I was, I would, a, would have never hired Adam Gase, because as soon as I saw the crazy eyes, that just was it for me. You know, anytime anybody looks like that, like, I don't want them running my franchise, especially in the NFL, in New York. But anyways, you know, I mean, like I said, that was a horrible way to go about it. Uh, and the other trade rumors that are out there is Jimmy Garoppolo now after, you know, being benched Sunday against Miami. You know, he had a horrible game. Uh, he hasn't looked great since he came back, you know, from injury. Didn't look great last year, obviously. You know, they got, they rode this to, they, they were, they rode to the Super Bowl with, uh, you know, their defense and their 17 running backs. Uh, and then also Kyle Juszczyk, who's a fucking, you know, basically a running back at a full back at the fullback position too. Um. So, I mean, I don't really know. Like, it's crazy, to think, because, like, I know he basically played, like, five games before he got that big contract, and, like, the only other one I can think of that had even remotely something near that, where he played, like, three games and got paid the year after, was Brock Osweiler, and he was god-awful. We we all know how bad he was. He literally stole money from the Texans. And Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he's doing the same thing. I mean, I don't know if it's because he's just uh, more worried about the fact that his, more worried about his brand. I mean, the fact that he's the fucking he's a literal man rocket, like the most fucking, like the, the best looking dude I think I've ever seen in my life. Like maybe he's just more worried about fucking porn stars and hanging out with them than he is about playing football. I don't know. Uh, but he's just been really bad. Uh, so you know, he's also stealing money and it looks like they're going to go between Nick Mullins and uh, CJ Bethard now. Uh, is, and while they figure out what to do with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so who knows? I mean, that's another story from the day because we don't really know what's happening yet with it. But you know, the rumors are out there. Um, so, so getting away from sports real quick, I just want to get into uh, something that's kind of, uh, you know, a little past the timeliness of it because the album came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, but, I mean, MGK's album, Tickets to My Downfall, came out, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. It's officially number one on the Billboard charts. Uh, first time that's ever happened for him. And I'm fucking excited. Uh, if you ask anybody... Emo, pop punk music is my shit. It's been my shit since I was a kid. I grew up on Good Charlotte, Yellow Card, Simple Plan, Bowling for Soup, fucking, you know, Blank 182. All of those bands are my shit. You know, Panic at the Disco. They were all my shit. And I still listen to all of them. I listen to a lot of the new guys too. Like, I love pop. I love, uh, Neck deep and I love uh, State Champs, Grayscale, all those guys. They're awesome too. Those are new new bands. You guys should go listen to if you're into the pop punk game uh, now because of MGK. Um, but I see a lot of fucking haters out there that are like, you know, emo hipsters that are like, he's not real pop punk, blah blah, and all this bullshit. And it's like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> like you guys are literally the fucking worst. Like you guys are like, you know, it, it's just like you, you're never like the people that you're the type of people that are never never satisfied like, people who are enjoying your music, you should be okay with that and not be like, oh, this is, too, this is getting too mainstream for me now. Like, I have to go find something else that's equally as dark and depressing for me to listen to, but also can, like, jam the fuck out to at the same time. Because you can't do that. There's nothing else that's equally as depressing and sad uh, as emo pop-punk music, but you can also just, like, headbang to it like the, like a motherfucker. There's just nothing else. Go, so just go suck an asshole. Um, you're just the fucking worst you know I mean as far as my favorite songs on this album I mean my favorite song and the best song the unequivocal no doubt about it undisputed best song of the year best song I have in my opinion of the last couple years was none other than Forget Me Too featuring Halsey when I tell you that so I put this album when it came out I put it on shuffles on my way to work just let it, let it play and I was listening to this song and all of a sudden I hear this high-pitched angel come out of the fucking clouds. Jams so fucking hard on this fucking song. I, when I tell you that I had felt genuine elation for the first time in years, I mean it. Like, literal genuine elation because, like, I just have life has kicked me in the proverbial dickhole so many times over the last few years that I've kind of just become numb to everything. Um... So for me to feel genuine elation for something other than a baseball team, which I'll get to in a little bit, is unreal. Like it was like as soon as I saw, I was like, "Oh, this is the Halsey song." I was like, "Fucking windows down, music up, jamming the fuck out." Listen to it. I still listen to it a lot now. Uh, I mean, it's the best song. Like I said, of the year, I wouldn't. It's literally the best song of the year. I don't care what anybody says. And I would love to see Halsey, you know, do some more pop-punk shit. Love Halsey. I, I'm a big fan of Halsey. Been a big fan of her since her first album came out, year, you know, how many years ago now at this point. Um, you know, and she's got a kind of got a, that pop-punk vibe to her. She has listed brand new as being one of her influences. You know, she's kind of fucked around in the pop-punk game a little bit. She, uh, did a, uh, like a random, like, guest spot on, like, an all, all-time low song like like, at a live concert, uh... So, I'd love to see her do some shit. Like, I'm telling you, like, if she does, if she comes out with a couple of emo pop punk songs or whatever, like, I might just jizz, like, everywhere. Like, in my pants, in my, you know, fucking, wherever I am, cum is coming out of my dick. If that, if she comes out with a couple of, like, an album, or even just a single, that's this type of vibe. Like, a full song of her doing this shit, I'm literally gonna just cum everywhere. Like, I know that's probably a little bit aggressive, but I don't give a shit because that's how much I love Halsey. Like, and I tell you, I would literally, like, bury a body for this woman. I would do that. Like, I like she could come to me and just be like, yeah, I just got, like, really, like, the sudden urge to just stab this dude in the neck did nothing wrong to me. I would be like, okay, where, where is it? I'll, I'll hide the body for you. I'll figure out... How how to do this, uh, you know, whatever I do. Uh, Obviously, for legal reasons, I would have to say that I wouldn't actually hide a body for anyone, even if it is Halsey, but I totally would definitely hide a body for Halsey if she asked me to. I would do anything she asked me to. But for legal reasons, I would actually not hide a body for her or anyone. For legal reasons. But again, I probably would if she asked me to. But again, for legal reasons, I wouldn't. Um, but yeah, big fan of Halsey. Big fan of the song "Forget Me Too." Uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, uh, title track is also another one, and that's one of my favorites on there. Title track, and then off of the extended album that he did, the deluxe album. Uh, I really like uh, "Hangover Cure." I mean, all of them are awesome, but "Hangover Cure" is my favorite. I think off of the new al- off the new uh, stuff that he came off with too. "Body Bags" pretty good with the used and "Young Blood." Uh, you know, I think that's that's those are solid too. But, you know, I mean, in general, just MGK fucking killed it. I mean, that's just literally still all I listen to is that, that album, pretty much. Um, you know, and the Fresh Cakes podcast, obviously. And you should be doing the same, uh, obviously, if you're listening to this right now. Um, but, yeah, so shout-out to MGK. Shout-out to Halsey. I love you more than I love most things. Uh, and I'm going to get into something that I love more than most things As other than Halsey. Uh, that is the MLB playoffs, MLB baseball. Um, Yankees, specifically, are... I. I love the Yankees more than I love myself. Which isn't saying much because if, if you could tell, I don't really think too highly of myself. But I love the Yankees more than I love myself. Uh, so getting like watching that loss the other day, like I literally felt like I got kicked in the dick hole. Like so hard, it wasn't even funny. Like I did not want to get up in the morning to go to work. I literally took the last, until the last minute I had to, to get up to go to work because I was just so distraught and so upset. Like, I felt like I had gotten shot, like, broken up with, kicked in the dick all at the same time. Uh, I don't even know what that feels like because I've never actually gotten shot. Um, but I know how the other two feel, and it's not great. So, adding in getting shot, probably not great. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of changes, hopefully, or, there's, or there should be a lot of changes. It doesn't seem like there's going to be. Um, you know, Hal Steinbrenner had a press conference on Tuesday saying that. Aaron Boone's coming back, and you know, the, with the, how much money they lost because of COVID, they may not spend a ton of money, which is bullshit because they're still getting money off the books, and they still got the playoff money uh, from the the uh, the TV, TV network, excuse me. And uh, you know, so fuck them. I mean, I don't I, like all they really need to do, and they they need to do a lot more than this. They need to probably trade Gary Sanchez. I would like to I si- like to see them sign JT Realmuto from the Phillies. But what they need to do more than anything else is sign D.J. LeMahieu. Sign him to whatever contract he wants, because if you don't, the anarchist state that they say New York is, that's what it will turn to if you don't re-sign D.J. LeMahieu. New York will literally turn into an anarchist state if they don't re-sign D.J. LeMahieu. That's what it comes down to. That's how much D.J. LeMahieu means to the Yankee fans, Not much it means to the team. And if they don't re-sign him, it's going to turn into an anarchist, anarchy. That's literally what it's going to do. Um... So, re-sign DJ LeMahieu, or hell will freeze over, basically, is what I'm telling you. Um, you He's the perfect player for the Yankee Stadium. He's the perfect player in general, in my opinion, because he just does everything really well, except he's just slow as shit. But it's okay. Um, Nobody really runs steals bases anymore, anyways. So, yeah, re-sign DJ LeMahieu. Start at probably 5 for 100. It's going to go higher than that, though. I guarantee it. Um, So, yeah. Sign DJ LeMahieu. Uh, and then, as far as lines are concerned for baseball, the, the playoffs that are going on right now, uh, there's no lines for the uh, the the, the Rays Dodgers. I'm sorry, the Rays uh, Rays Astros game for tomorrow, but there is a line for uh, the Braves and the uh, Dodgers for tomorrow. Braves are plus 140. I would hammer the fuck out of that if I were you. Uh, I love the Braves. I think the Braves are going to you know, go to the P- uh, World Series. Um, I think they're just a fucking good team. Marcelo Zuna is one of the most underrated players in baseball. And they just in general, like I think that they're just so good. I mean, Freddie Freeman's gonna win the MVP. Ronald Acuna Jr. is one of the most fun players to watch in baseball. You know, they have a decent staff. Kyle Wright, uh, you know, I know they lost Mike Soroka, which, you know, sucks, but they have a decent, they have an okay staff. They have a good bullpen. Um, You know, and Dancy Swanson has the best hair in baseball. Like, if I had to choose, (coughs) excuse me, if I had to, if I could choose any hairstyle, it would be Dancy Swanson's hair. Absolutely phenomenal, feathered flow. Um. Yes, that was an alliteration. Actually, that time was an alliteration. Um. So yeah, I think they're gonna win. Hammer at plus one forty for the money line on the on the Braves. Do it now or forever, be poor like me. Um. And so that's all I have on the baseball. Just one last thing I want to get into before I get the fuck out of here and go watch Netflix. Uh. The uh, Henrik Henrik Conquist, uh, got a uh, you know, got bought up by the Rangers. Uh, you know, he was, it was. We knew it was coming. They have two really good, young, talented goalies in uh, Igor Shesterkin and uh, Alexander Georgiev. Uh, they're a young team. They just drafted Alexi Lafreniere, number one overall. So obviously, us Ranger fans are hoping that he's going to be the next Connor McDavid or Sidney Crosby. Um, you know, that's what we're hoping, at least. They're a young team. I think they're going to make the playoffs, you know, again next year. Uh, I think that they're going to be very good in a couple of years once they kind of get, get more developed and they have a lot of these young kids come up. And, you know, it was time for Hank to go. It sucks to say because he has been the fucking rock of this team for how many years. You know, there's nothing more I wanted than to see this man get a ring with us. Uh, you know, it got snatched away from us because of a couple fucking... Uh, late, late goals, mostly by Justin Williams, because everything that does, that dude does is fucking win cups. That's all he does. Um, so, I mean, that was the closest they ever got to obviously getting a, a ring for, for uh, Hank. He signed with the Capitals, so, uh, you know, obviously he has a good shot of winning a ring there. Uh, and if it's not the Rangers next year, obviously I'll be rooting hard for, for Hank to get a, uh, get a ring. Uh, if the Capitals are still in it and the Rangers aren't. Uh, so shout out to Hank. Uh, you know, it was an unreal unreal run. You truly were the king of New York. Uh, you will be missed, and good luck in Washington. Again, I hope you win a ring, uh, just not at the Rangers' expense. Um, so that's all I got for today, guys. Uh, so I will see you next week. My closing thoughts I'll leave you with, as always, are have some alcoholic beverages, have some consensual sex, and have yourselves a fucking day. I'll see you guys next week. I'm out. See, most people flip the cakes. I replace the cakes. That's the Donnie difference.